You're listening to Your Magical Midlife, the podcast for women 40 and up. I'm Kate Higgins. I'm a licensed clinical social worker turned coach, and I'm here to be your guide, your friend, and your mentor. I'm here to light your way into your most magical midlife. Let's dive in. Wiley Women is a wellness brand that wants you to live your best midlife. Developed by a naturopath, they offer tinctures, supplements, and drink mixes. Wiley uses plant medicine and clinical studies to demystify and embrace the hormonal powers and hidden complexities of grown women from the inside. Female formulated and female founded. Plus, they offer free shipping and easy returns. I love the unworried tincture, which has bacopa, holy basil, passionflower, and reishi. It helps calm my body and stops the spinouts. It reduces jitters and lightens my mood. Go to www.wileywomen.com and use code KATEH2O at checkout to get 20% off. That's www.wileywomen.com and use code KATEH2O for 20% off. Something I want to talk about today is the common, I think, common and not talked about resurgence of disordered eating that can happen in perimenopause and menopause. And I don't really see this being discussed a lot online. So I'm going to talk about it here. And you can shoot me an email at yourmagicalmidlife at gmail.com if this rings a bell or strikes a feeling up in you or makes you think. A lot of times people compare menopause with, it's like going through a second puberty. And I remember back to when I went through puberty the first time, how uncomfortable I was in my body, how foreign my body felt, how discombobulated, how uncomfortable, how weird, how foreign, how out of control I felt in my body when I was like 12, 13, and you start to gain a little weight and things start to shift and you start to get a butt, you start to get boobs. Well, the same thing happens in your 40s. Your body starts to change All of a sudden, your waist is a little thicker maybe, your boobs hang differently, your clothes don't feel right, things don't fit the way they did, things fit differently or don't fit at all. And you can start to become really preoccupied with it and really panicked about it and really upset about it and really triggered by it. And I hate the word triggered, but I'm going to use it because it's appropriate. And when our bodies feel out of control, I think it's normal to try to fix it, fix it right away, work out more, eat less. But that's a really dangerous spiral to go down, in my opinion. The last psychiatric job I had before I went into a managed managed care role 
that I stayed in for the last 11 years was on a very fancy-schmancy psychiatric um, unit in New York. And it was an unlocked unit, which meant that everybody on the unit was there voluntarily of their own volition. They had decided themselves that they were checking themselves into a psychiatric hospital and they were going to get better. So these were wealthy people, a lot of whom with jobs, who had taken time off from work to address their mental health concerns. And that's that's actually very very admirable. That's good. It was a people got great treatment on this unit. And I don't know how that is now. This is now, you know, 12 years ago, pre-COVID. New York is a different place. I'm not even sure this unit is still open. But anyway, one of the last people I worked with on this unit before I left that job was a woman who was the same age that I am now. And I will never forget her. She was 53. She weighed 80 pounds. And she had the most improbable thick head of hair. I don't know how she grew this hair, being that she didn't eat anything. She had this crazy, long, curly, beautiful hair. Maybe it was extensions. She certainly had the money for it. But she was so entrenched in her eating disorder. She had exhausted a lot of her family's resources being in long-term residential treatment for anorexia, being in a hospital for anorexia, and then going to another hospital for anorexia, and then going to another program for anorexia. She had been battling eating disorders for probably all her all of her adult life. And I remember spending a very frustrating hour and a half with her sitting at the lunch table just trying to get her to eat a slice of cantaloupe as she cried and cried and cried and she was so starved that she couldn't even think straight her thoughts were just blocked from the severity of her malnutrition and I was Mm, 40 or 39 at that time. Maybe I was 41. It's, it's, it's a long time ago. Okay, let's just say I was 41 when this happened. And my body was just at the beginning of shifting around a little bit. And I understood the anxiety of being in a body that didn't feel safe. And I remembered feeling that way when I had just started puberty. And honestly, most women don't feel safe in their bodies most of the time anyway. I think part of the female experience is being exposed at a very young age to diet culture and being evaluated and categorized based on your size your weight, your physical attractiveness, and knowing full well where you were on that spectrum. You knew from a young age 
how the world sees you. And it's not a great thing to live with. I think women really suffer from being told all the time where they are on the spectrum of attractiveness. I think it's a very damaging thing that women grow up with and are socialized with. And I think as we get to the other side of our adulthood, to this point where you're not fertile anymore, and so you're put in a certain category of not being considered attractive by mainstream. We'll just call it mainstream. And there's, a, I think, an anxiety that rises in a lot of people, a lot of women. And so they think that if they maintain a certain size, then no one will know that they're older. They think that if they maintain a certain size, people will still think that they're vital vital or relevant or attractive or beautiful or sexy or whatever it is. Now, the woman that I was talking about from the psychiatric unit, I don't think that she was going for sexy. I think that she was in a constant war with taming her unruly female body. And our bodies always feel out of control to one degree or another. I think you hit puberty and things morph and grow and change and develop. And then you have your period every month and you're either ovulating or bloated or bleeding or waiting for the cycle to begin again. And your tummy is bigger at this time of the month and then it's different size at that time of the month. And then when you hit 40, 45, and you start to make that perimenopausal shift, it can kick up all of that panic, all of that anxiety. And what do you do with that? Do you ease into your new and aging body? Do you try to tame it and contain it and starve it and work out harder and start lifting and start to build muscle and eat less? Do you allow yourself to expand and soften a little bit? I think of all the years, all the years I wasted starving my body. And I had an actual, like, diagnosable eating disorder in my teens that I said and told myself was resolved by the time I was 30 but that's not really accurate. I think I struggled a long time in my adult life trying to contain my out-of-control, unruly body, trying to keep it a certain size, trying to make it fit into certain clothing. I didn't wear pants from my teens until around the time I was 48, 49, and I moved to Florida, and I bought a pair of pants on a whim in a thrift store because I found these really cute navy blue pants, cigarette pants with ladybugs on them, and I thought thought they were so cute. And when I tried them on, 
and they fit, I felt this like wave of glee and I felt good in them. So I continued to wear them. And those were the first pants I wore in many decades. And I think all this time I was telling myself I was too short and stubby to wear pants. And I think of all the birthday cakes I refuse to eat and all the holidays that I denied myself delicious things to eat and all the treats I passed up and all the times I chose a glass of wine over a nice meal and all the times I tried to contract and fit myself into a smaller size because I thought, Maybe I'll be more acceptable. Maybe I'll be more desirable. Maybe I'll like myself better if I'm thinner. And isn't it time in your 40s to put that down? Isn't it time to just enjoy your body as it is right now? To enjoy the health that you have and hopefully you have your health. Hopefully you're healthy and you feel good. Isn't it time to have a meal and not have it haunt you or torture you psychologically or make you feel bad? Isn't it time to just enjoy your body? I want to invite you to enjoy your food and enjoy your body. I want to invite you to say what my friend Rachel said to me, when I was complaining to her about a dress I loved being too tight for me, she told me, why don't you just donate that dress and buy a bigger dress? And you know what? I did. I bought a next, the next size up and a, another dress that I liked, and I moved on with my life. And I'm totally okay with my metabolic shift and not being able to be as thin as I was in my 30s. Because I'm not willing to starve. I'm not willing to work out hours a day. I'm not willing to hire a personal trainer. I'm not willing to run, and my knees won't let me run anyway. I get up, and I walk, and the walk helps me, and the walk focuses me for the day, and that's what I'm willing to do. And I want to eat a cookie. And I want to be able to have a couple of slices of pizza. And I want to be able to have a glass of wine if I want to. And I want to be able to have mashed potatoes with butter. And I want to be able to eat a bagel. And I want to be able to have a piece of chocolate. And I want to enjoy my life. I want you to enjoy your life and enjoy your body and let yourself off the hook and let yourself off the leash, and enjoy your body, and enjoy your life. Because, you know what? You are in the middle, and it's time to let yourself just be. So the point of this episode is that I would like to invite you to loosen up on yourself. Let yourself eat the damn cookie. Do not let another birthday go by where you do not have a slice of your own birthday cake. 
you can always walk it off tomorrow or not. It is safe to be in your body. It is safe for you to allow yourself to take up a little bit more space if you need to. It is safe to be soft. And life is too short not to enjoy yourself. Life is certainly too short to starve yourself. And isn't it time to walk away from diet culture, self-restriction, self-judgment, self-loathing, and all the ways we punish ourselves? I hope this has been helpful for you. Now we're going to pick a card for this episode, and let's see what comes up for us. And I'll say this as many times as we need to, because sometimes I get some new listeners who haven't heard my spiel before. It doesn't matter that you're going to get this little mini reading way after when I recorded this. It doesn't matter that it's not at the same time. This card is for you, and this card is for me. And our card for this episode is the hangman, which is perfect because the hangman is where we give up something for the greatest good. So what I'm going to give up is self-criticism. I'm going to give up denying myself things that I want because I think that I need to be a certain size. And I'm going to embrace that for the greatest good of my own joy. And I want you to do the same. And if this resonates, you can follow me on Instagram or send me an email, send me a DM, and let me know if this resonated. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to Your Magical Midlife. I'm Kate Higgins, your host. You can follow me on Instagram at Your Magical Midlife. You can check out my offerings on my website, www.yourmagicalmidlife.com. I offer one-to-one coaching, group coaching, retreats, a blog, and this podcast, please remember to like, rate, and review to keep me in those algorithms. Have a great week. See you soon.